Today is Friday, November 27th, 2020, and you are listening to the Self-Protectorate Podcast. I am the Burb. It's Friday. It's Friday. I honestly don't understand why people are so excited about Friday. It's like, yay, another day of work. Self-Protectorate is the alternative to government. So if you're looking for the alternative to government, you found the right place. And no, Self-Protectorate is not an anarchy. It's not anarchy. Not even close. Self-Protectorate is a true republic where the rule of law is held inviolate above all and equally applies to all people. If you want to learn more about Self-Protectorate, you can always visit BeTheBurb.com for more info on this revolutionary new idea for our time. Self-Protectorate is not only the alternative to government, it is the next evolutionary step in the advancement of the nation-state. It has to evolve or it will die, thanks to the globalists. On today's show, I'll be speaking on the idea of the state, namely, what it is that gives the state its authority. What is it that gives the state its authority? Where does this authority come from? Last week, I had the opportunity to address some crowds at the Stop the Steal protest in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. And I've got to say that experience alone alarmed me for a number of reasons. It alarmed me because of the fact that our country is going through a crisis right now and very few people seem to even realize it. No, I'm not talking about the COVID crisis and I'm not talking about the economic crisis that's been caused by the sham-demic. What I'm talking about is a more serious crisis, one that can potentially lead directly to societal collapse. Just the other day, my oldest son said something that was utterly profound to me. He's been taking a high school biology class, and he said that all of our lives are essentially on a four-minute timer that resets every time we take a breath. Every time we draw a breath, our internal clock resets. And I had to give him kudos for that because I had never thought about our lives that way and just how important it is to breathe. Seems like uh, 2020 has been a year about taking breath, about breathing with all the COVID stuff going on and also with the George Floyd and uh, Black Lives Matter movement. And there are so many facets and truths to be gleaned from just that one statement. I, I couldn't possibly go into all of it right now. The reason I bring that up is because just like breathing sustains our lives, voting sustains the life of government and the authority of the state. Every time we take a breath, our life is sustained for a little longer. And every time we vote in an election, the life of government is sustained a little longer for at least a few more years. Now, if you and I breathe in toxic gas, it directly affects our health and well-being. We'll immediately cough or we'll gasp to try to get some, uh, some clean or fresh air in our lungs just as soon as possible. We may even run to a different room or run outside to get clean, fresh air in our lungs, drawing a straight breath into our lungs to sustain our lives. Our very lives depend on getting fresh air all the time, all day long, even while we sleep. Our body's systems are designed to breathe without us even realizing it. That's how important breathing is to our biological systems. Likewise, Western governments and self-protectorates even depend on elections to keep them sustained and moving forward into the future. Governments and self-protectorates represent the collective authority of the state. There are two activities that are absolutely critical in the sustainment of the institution of authority of the state, and that is taxes and elections. Elections are a huge part of sustaining your state and all the state offices. To a state, taxes are like the food it eats and elections are like the air it breathes. What if the air of the state was toxic? What if the elections were a fraud? What then? 
Getting back to the question of what gives the state its authority, the answer is that the authority of the state comes from the people. There exists an invisible social contract in Western governments where the people, through their constitutions, impart a degree of their collective authority to government and allow it to oversee the affairs of the state in order to regulate commerce, uh, to enforce fair trade laws, to jail criminals, to build and maintain roads, and on and on it goes. So the authority of government comes from you and from me. We impart that authority through a peaceful process called an election. Otherwise, it would be war and chaos. The bottom line is that if the election is rigged, or if it's rife with fraud, then it's toxic to the state systems, just like breathing in toxic air. And if the state systems continue to receive rigged and fraudulent elections, then the state will ultimately die, just like you or I would die if we kept breathing toxic air. The unseen crisis that is going on in the United States right now is a crisis of government and the Constitution. Uh, it's really a crisis of authority as it goes directly back to the authority of the state, directly back to the people. If the elections are fraudulent, then the authority of the state can be called into question. Does a government elected by illegitimate means have any credibility? Can it be considered legitimate? Why don't we ask Venezuela? The reality is that there is a lot of credible evidence that shows that the Dominion voting systems used in this past election flipped votes in favor of Joe Biden. Even if you don't think that there was any fraudulent flipping of votes, there are videos presently circulating the interweb showing executives from Dominion teaching people how to flip the votes in their machines, teaching election officials how to alter the vote count. Just that fact that this technology was even used during an election should automatically invalidate any and all results. More evidence has come to light recently that shows that these voting systems are easily compromised and votes even left the state and the country to be tabulated. How is any of that even legal? Listen, I'm from Georgia, and in Georgia, all 159 counties used Dominion voting systems. If I were a candidate that ran for any city, county, or state office in Georgia this past election, and I lost, I would be raging mad and banging down the door of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Georgia Governor's office right now. All the light is being put on the national presidential election right now, but the reality is that the Dominion software could have been manipulated for all the elections that happened in Georgia. And as a citizen of the state of Georgia, I am screaming mad at our Secretary of State and our Governor. That's why I went out to the Stop the Steal protests this past week. Georgians shouldn't be getting a recount. We need a redo. In my view, the entire Georgia election is illegitimate. Governor Kemp should be recalled and removed from office. Right now, he's just hoping nobody pays attention to the fact that the entire election is now in question. The integrity of the election is now in question. And what about the integrity of the upcoming runoffs in Georgia? Those are still going to be done on Dominion voting systems as well. There has been no word from the Secretary of State's office on whether or not a different type of system will be used, or if they'll just go straight to uh, paper ballots. The expectation is that we will continue to use the Dominion voting systems well into the future. Well, if you have one rigged election using Dominion voting systems, what do you think is going to happen to every election thereafter? Duh. If you disenfranchise the people from their legitimate role in sustaining your government, then inevitably your government will come to an end as the systems of the state stop functioning because the people stop paying their taxes and stop obeying the law. People will resent you. They will not follow you. You will have no credibility. 
People are only willing to pay their taxes and obey the law when they believe that the authority of the state is legitimate. If they know it is illegitimate, if they know there is no credibility, then they will stop paying taxes and they will stop obeying the law and there will inevitably be a societal collapse. This is a huge crisis. And knowing this brings me to this conclusion, and I want all of you listening to pay close attention. This has been done by design. The enemies of the United States, and I'm not just talking about China and North Korea, the enemies of the idea of republic have laid this trap to catch our country in a snare that it may not be able to escape from. They want our country to have a societal collapse. Our country is caught, stuck in this trap, and the new world order is coming in for the kill. If we cannot escape this snare we are caught in, then foreign governments and foreign investors will spend the next few years divvying up and buying up property all over the United States at bargain basement prices as our country is sold down the drain by our own Congress and by all the communists that will be in charge. Our country is under assault right now by foreign-backed interests. Our country is under attack right now by the New World Order. I need all of you to understand that. This is the beginning of the overthrow of the Anglo-American Empire in order to finish the transfer of its wealth, power, and status into the empire known as the New World Order. Remember, wealth is not destroyed, it is only transferred. And when an empire is killed, its wealth and power are transferred into another empire. It's a takeover, and the beast, the New World Order beast, is growing. Right now, China and the international cabal are implementing a coup against our country. They are attempting to install a puppet president named Joe Biden. Joe Biden, a compromised puppet, a known criminal, a known criminal. This is a direct attack on our country, and most Americans are woefully unaware of it, are woefully unaware of the clear and present danger we are all in at this very moment. Uh, now, if you've listened to my past shows, and if you've read some of the uh, material at BeTheBird.com, and if you've read the book Self-Protectorate, Blueprint for a Better World, then you know that I don't like government very much. Uh, so if you think that I should be on board or even thrilled with the prospect of the overthrow of our government, uh, you'd be dead wrong. It's true that I don't like government. I don't. But if we don't support this government right now, then it is highly unlikely that we will ever have an opportunity to establish a self-protectorate in the United States. Self-protectorates cannot come into being from violent revolutions. It has to be a peaceful transition, and it has to be done openly, and it must overwhelmingly be accepted by most or all of the people. If this country's government is taken over by communists, if it becomes fully captured by the New World Order, then we will not have a shot at a self-protectorate. We want a self-protectorate so it can shut out the globalists from our state systems, but we have to use the existing systems. We have to go through the existing systems first in order to get a self-protectorate. You know, it's like we're struggling at the door with an intruder. Uh, the intruder is trying to break down the door and has it halfway open, trying to get inside our house, and we are struggling to keep him out. We know that if we can just get the guy out of the doorway and pushed back far enough, we'll have a moment where we can shut the door and bar it so that the intruder can't force their way back in. We've got to force the New World Order out of our existing state systems just long enough for us to hold a convention of states and institute a self-protectorate that will completely shut it out for good. 
I don't want to, but I must at the present moment support and sustain my government. We can split hairs later about when we can establish a self-protectorate, but if the Constitution is not there to allow the people an Article 5 Convention of States, then what does that mean for the future prospects of obtaining a self-protectorate? We can't rely on Congress to be able to do that. They wouldn't vote themselves out of a job. It means those prospects are toast, gone. Under communism, there is no chance for a self-protectorate. And then we will be living under a technocratic communist dictatorship. I want freedom. I want liberty. I want property rights. I do not want to be a serf or a slave. I also wanted to say that while I was at the Stop the Steal protest at the Georgia State Capitol last week, I loudly addressed the crowds with these same issues, with everything I just told you. And I could not believe the amount of people that had a deer-caught-in-headlights look as it dawned on them when they began to realize the seriousness of the situation. Being angry because your president isn't going to be re-elected is one thing, but realizing that there is a huge crisis of authority? Well, that's only 320 million times worse. Bottom line is that if integrity is not restored in our election systems, then this country is lost and we will quickly go down the road of societal collapse. Integrity can only be restored if first investigations are conducted and the perpetrators are brought to justice, meaning lifelong prison sentences at the very least. Secondly, the present election systems need to be strengthened with common sense solutions. All ballots should be printed by the state to include not just watermarks, but other security features similar to those found in checks and in cash. All ballots must be paper ballots. There should never again be any kind of electronic voting. Not only this, but everyone who votes must get a certified secure receipt showing who they voted for just in case there needs to be a more accurate recount. And the receipts should also have similar security features just like the ballots. I mean, this is not rocket surgery, people. Why is it so cumbersome to figure out a way for everyone to vote and to vote fairly and securely? Why are votes being counted in random places where there are no cameras? There are store clerks and bank tellers who work every day with cameras over their heads that are watching the cash drawers they're operating. I mean, heck, take a page out of the book of Vegas casinos. Shouldn't there be cameras watching poll workers count and audit the ballots? And shouldn't that video then be securely stored and brought up for review if necessary when a poll watcher calls a discrepancy? If you want honesty in elections, then you need to watch the people that are counting the votes, period. Well, that's all the time I'm going to take today. Uh, look out for the next episode coming up on Tuesday. I appreciate you listening in and lending me your ear. I hope you've enjoyed listening and finding out more about self-protectorate. We're definitely living in both perilous and awesome times. Tell your friends and family about the show and spread the word about self-protectorate. Please check out BeTheBurb.com for more information and to learn more about self-protectorate. There you can find a link to purchase the book, Self-Protectorate Blueprint for a Better World. Please also check out ConventionOfStates.com and sign up to notify your state reps that you will support them in the advancement of a convention that can help us transition our government into a self-protectorate that will forever secure the liberties, freedoms, rights, and privileges of all Americans and put an end to systemic corruption from the halls of government government and put an end to the beast that is the New World Order Empire. Only together can we truly make a difference that will lead mankind to a better destiny filled with freedom and peace. Until next time, keep supporting and promoting righteous change. Hi, my name is Burb, and I want to take a moment to personally thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm an independent researcher, and I have devoted the last 15 years of my life to the study of currency, finance, business, government, and state systems. It's my personal pursuit and passion to tell the world about the revolutionary idea of our time, the idea of self-protectorate. 
This idea is so powerful that it can shape and change the future destiny of mankind to one filled with hope and peace. Let's change the world together. Join me at BeTheBurb.com and sign up for my free monthly newsletter full of valuable information, insights, and actions you can take right now to help defeat the new world order. Together, we can learn to protect our families, our communities, and our country from the advances of the evil empire. Go to BeTheBurb.com and sign up for our newsletter right now.